people cannot pronounce my name correct. I am still referred to as Cillian, Sicilian, Gillian. Right, Cillian. Who the fuck is that guy? Right, Killian. Jesus Christ. How do you like my little setup, by the way? Hello, guys. Episode 26. We're on a bit of a... We're on a bit of a come down from episode 25. I don't know how today's going to stack up against last week's mammoth show. My God. The texts, the phone calls, the emails, the letters that were coming in after last week. Unprecedented stuff. Unprecedented, if you can hear that. Um, so episode 26 is going to be the, it's the hooligan edition, isn't it, lads? Got some stone, got the stony on ready. Um, so fuck you, let's have it, yeah? Come on, come on. They don't want it, they don't want it, the neighbours don't want it. You want some? You want some? I'll give it yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so let's go, episode 26. Now, I have two unfair enemies of the week this week, neither of them football-related, and I don't think there's too much football from me. Maybe from you, your questions, your suggestions, your Facebook suggestions. Um, oh, by the way, would you believe, since last week's episode... So since I made the draw, chose the winner at random, uh, found out who the winner was, got his name, got his address, he has received his shirt. That's how efficient we are here. We'd make, we'd make Germans jealous here of that efficiency. So just know when I say something, it happens. Eight times out of ten. I'm just I'm just just sipping on a little bit of matcha tea here to get some to get my brain going. I can't have another coffee. I've had fucking two coffees today already. <clears throat> so if I have another one, I'll start to go a bit loopy. And I won't sleep. I won't bloody won't sleep. So let's let's crack on with it, shall we? Episode twenty six. Good. I'm a pro at, at it right now. I've done my... I've got my silver medal. Now I'm going for gold, lads. Uh, so after last week's one, our game at the weekend was... Crazy. We... We were losing 2-1 until the 90... Lads, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up right here because I sent it to a friend earlier. 93 minutes and 30 seconds, we were losing 2-1, four minutes at a time. One of their subs took a while to go off, so 
And the ref had to add on another minute, say. So 93 and a half minutes, we're losing 2-1. Fast forward to 94 minutes, 51 seconds. We've won the game 3-2. Just process that in your minds. In a minute and 20 seconds, we scored two goals. Unbelievable stuff. That, that was the first, I, t- I can't remember another game where I've been losing and then to come back and win like that. My God, at the end, it felt so good. Um, yeah, it was... And after the weekend before, when we got hammered, to have a to, to first of all to win, but then to win in that in that fashion in that way, crazy. Like I said, crazy. Um, so yeah, it was mad. And the fact that I actually had a hand to play in the winning goal, to have an assist, makes the feeling after it like ten times better. Stephen, if you come on in a game and say like you're winning 2-0 or 3-0 and you come on, maybe you score or you set up a goal and like you know the game's already won or you come on and you win a big game and you don't contribute, you don't score, you don't assist or something, but you're still happy at the end. But the the difference when it's meaningful, when it's like maybe a, a match winning or like a match saving, you score a goal to draw. The feeling of satisfaction is 10 times better. Um, I'm not saying it's bad the other way. I'm just saying it's so much better when it's like, when it's a con, when you, when you have a contribution to it. Um, So yeah, but bloody God, got a little injury there as well before, Around 89 minutes. Wasn't on long. And I got a little injury. But uh, I think I'm kind of... I'm milking that a little bit. In hope, I hope I am. I hope I'm milking it. I hope I'm not... It's nothing too serious. But it was one of them when, like, adrenaline kicks in. Lads, it doesn't matter what's wrong with you. You're going to make a sprint. You're going to make a shot. So, jeez. Uh, this was on Saturday. The 17th of March. The day St. Patrick drove the bloody snakes out of Ireland. Um, and Ireland won the Grand Slam, beating England in England, in Twickenham. Like, it was some day. It really was. It was capital letters, some day, I must say. And then afterwards, for everything that happened that day, I had to go and have a little Guinness just to celebrate. Just to celebrate Patrick driving those bloody snakes out. Um, and what else? What else? What else? Then Sunday, the, the next day, I had a few days off because of this international break. So I went to, flew to Glasgow, uh, Ryanair. It was a great time, Ryanair. Uh, Ryanair aren't such a budget airline anymore. It was an expensive flight. Bloody hell. Um, and I was such contrasting flights. So from here to Scotland, 
was perfect, no problems. Went on, slept. Uh, actually sat beside two these two little cute lesbians. Um, and then, like I said, slept, nice little flight, woke up just before we landed, perfect. Had some extra leg room, everything was nice. The flight back, now the flight back was still comfortable. I still, I wasn't affected. Um, my nostrils were slightly insulted because we had a, me and the woman in my row, we had a neighbor on the aisle. I was at the window, she was in the middle. And this guy was on the aisle. So for, when I seen him sit down, I thought, this guy's trouble. He was a hippie, full on hippie. They're like tie dye top dreadlocks and nothing wrong with that but I just knew I just knew something was coming and then after about it was all, all was good for about an hour an hour what am I saying 45 minutes we'll say everything was fine I was reading my book uh, I'll get back to my book that I was reading by the way and then he had a sports bag in front of him up top he took it down Opened up a sports bag full of food, full of like, you know, the little plastic containers that people store food in, uh, or you might freeze some foods in them, like little plastic lunch boxes. Uh, must have had about five of those. I also noticed um, a Tesco sandwich, tuna. Imagine he opened the tuna. My God, tuna sandwich. Um. So first course was, he had a, f a salad, full pre-prepared homemade salad, which I'm all for, just not on a flight. And those beetroot or a beetroot coleslaw, or so, there was something in it that had a strong smell. As soon as you know, and as soon as you open it, there's just that whiff of, of nastiness. And you're like, ugh. What is that? And you look over and I could, I was trying to look out the corner of my eye to look at the woman beside me. And I know she wasn't happy. Elderly lady. She was not happy. So anyway, he was there munching away. He had his own fork and everything, munching away. So I thought, this guy's crazy. And then he, then he whipped out a full, like big, thick piece of bread. <laughs> Scooping up parts of the salad with his bread, putting some salad on the bread. Like a sandwich, like, God. So anyway, he finished that, put that back in his bag, goes rooting around. Next thing, pulls out uh, a little dessert kind of cake thing, had a little nibble at that, puts that back in, pulls out another one, and I don't understand this. He had like a, ba a bar, uh, like an energy bar or something that was in a wrapper, in a box. So... I don't know if he has a, something with these boxes. But anyway, he ate that and then uh, finished all that. I thought, finally, okay, we can relax now. His his meal is over. The flight was about two hours. Like, he couldn't have... I got, I got myself a lovely burrito, a lovely um, vegetarian slash vegan slash planter burrito before I flew. So I was good. But... 
It's a two hour, you can go two hours with not eating. Eat before the flight or eat after the flight. Don't wait and have a full meal pre-prepared, all from your bag, smelling, and have it during the flight. It was, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. Like a picnic on a long-haul flight, except it wasn't. It was a full meal on a short two-hour flight. So anyway, moving on from that, he finished up. Next thing is, uh, people will probably know all this if you're seeing my Instagram. And then, next thing, I'm going to say his girlfriend, but it could just be a friend because with that kind of carry-on, it wouldn't be so easy to, to get a girlfriend, is what I'm saying. So anyway, let's say she's his girlfriend or his friend, and uh, she came up, and I've seen, seen them chatting still. I'm just looking at the corner of my eye, and uh, obviously getting my sly pictures. And then she sat down where his legs were. So we're in the emergency exit row. A little bit of extra leg room. Now, not, a little bit of extra leg room is not extra room for another body, another person to, s- <laughs> to sit down at your legs, which she proceeded to do. So this was for about 20 minutes, half an hour before we started our descent for landing and as soon as she was sitting there I was just thinking oh no this poor woman in the middle and she was like getting down on her knees and like going forward and she I think she was thrown it definitely threw her um these actions and they were just just carrying on like laughing joking um just bizarre Never seen it. That's what the future is going to be like. Remember, Ryan? They were, they were talking or rumors about Ryanair having seatless flights or seatless tickets. I w- I witnessed it. I flew on the first Ryanair um, flight that had a seatless passenger, and it was strange. Ryanair, you've got a lot. You've got a lot of work to do to to win me over on that one. Um, so that was my flights. Getting back to my book, here comes the interesting part. My book, guys. So I picked up a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's an astrophysicist and a lecturer, and a bit of a TV personality as well. Um. So anyway, I, was, I ended up watching a bit of him on YouTube one night. don't know how I ended up getting on to him. And then I said, I'm going to get that book. I was walking by us, the bookstore, went in, got the book. Bingo, bango. That's how I got the book. And uh, like any, anyone else would get a book. And started reading it. Small, little, easy enough, but it's called Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. So I started, wa- started reading it and... Uh, Early on, I knew it's not really a book for beginners, like for beginners who want to learn about space or because space fascinates me. The the size of it, everything, it's crazy. And uh, I think you have to have some sort of knowledge of all that, like all the language that's used in it. 
and like knowing what knowing what an electron is, a photon, a quark. I still have to look up what a quark is. Or a quark, quark, I don't know. So anyway, all this kind of stuff, all this kind of jargon. And uh, but some of it is still mind blowing, guys. Mind blowing. And I've got an example for you, obviously. So one thing that stuck out and I said, I'm going to share this with the world or with the small world that I share my thoughts and ideas with, a.k.a. you, um, is the nearest galaxy, right? So there's a few galaxies that we can see or that we know of, I think. And the nearest one to us, I can't remember the name of it, the nearest galaxy to us is 180,000 light years away. So you're thinking 180,000, whatever a light year is. Okay, yeah, it's far, but it's not mind-blowing far. Until I tell you that a light year is 6 trillion miles. Or, if you're European or Irish, 10 trillion kilometers. So that's one light year. And so the distance is 180,000 times 10 trillion kilometers. It's, it's crazy. It doesn't even sound... I think it's so... It's too big to actually get your mind around to, to like comprehend how big that is, how big of a distance that is. So I won't... I don't know why I'm trying to explain it or trying to impress you with that distance but my Jesus um, and those, there's a few other good fucking nuggets of information in there I don't think I wrote them down <coughs> no I didn't uh, yeah so I don't know ah wait I'm just after seeing something that I wrote down that's actually a bit funny. The guy on the plane with his meal. Maybe it's not funny now because I'm going... The joke about him's over, I don't know. But <laughs> I was thinking this at the time. I was thinking, this guy... This guy thinks he's on one of those restaurants. You know the restaurant in the sky that are going around in these cities that have the... Uh, are like suspended up on a crane. This guy thought that's where he was going. I'm going to have my own homemade... Um, restaurant in the sky. What are they called? God, I need to find them. Um, hold on, bear with me. Literally two seconds, and I'm going to find out the name of it. Um, I think it's called Restaurant in the Sky, isn't it? Lads, it's called Restaurant in the Sky. I should have trusted myself. Yeah, that's where he thought he was. Don't know if that was. It would have been funny if I if I kept it within the story. Um. So anyway, when I was in Glasgow, beautiful day Monday, sunny, not hot, not warm, cold, but sunny, which brings me on to another. Well, which I think I. From the evidence that I've seen, it's an epidemic. There's a problem in Glasgow. I don't know if this is 
in Ireland or other parts of the UK um, or Gambia, where I have a lot of listeners. Um, but the amount of fellas that I've seen walking around wearing shorts, they might have a big jumper on, jacket, hat, but shorts. So many people walking around showing off their knees and calves and ankles and it was so it was freezing guys it was cold sunny but cold and i seen one i thought look at that mad bastard seen another seen another seen another and i said there's a problem here and uh, apparently jody said that it's it's quite normal it's a it's a regular thing she even seen when the snow when the beast from the east she's seen a few shorts I don't know just it was what I seen um, all that talk and no enemy or unfair enemy of the week that's because I didn't really ha- I couldn't think of one in the sports nothing bad happened Ireland won we won Patrick got the snakes out of Ireland. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, couldn't think of anything. So anyway, my two unfair enemies of the week are one was Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook for the whole data thing. What people are saying, all their data is going away. Literally, Everything you sign up for or register for. Why do you think you have to sign up for so many things now? So they have your information and to sell your information. It's the same as Instagram accounts or Facebook and Twitter. So load. if you ever notice on Twitter or Instagram, you'll be following someone or an account and then suddenly all the content changes on what they do. And uh, I just had a new subscriber. <laughs> that's what that noise was. So there, look, that's probably what? A euro onto what I can sell all of your data for. Um, and then, yeah, so everything you're signing up for. You're giving your information for companies to sell to for marketing things, I think. I'm sure that's how it works. Facebook? Facebook? What's a Facebook? But Facebook are fucking, they're the scapegoats here. I don't know, they haven't done anything illegal, have they? Or maybe I'm way off here and completely arguing something that totally wrong. But as far as I'm concerned, it's all happened. They're all, they're all at it. For you to sign up for your phone and go on the internet, you've had to agree to give up your information, 100%. Um. Yeah. So, fuck you if you think I'm wrong. The other thing is Uber. The Uber crash. The Uber driverless car. Um. And I'm sure everyone agrees with me here now after seeing the video. I seen the video today of of the actual crash. And the person has walked across because it doesn't obviously it doesn't tell you this in the headlines person walked across the road with their bicycle at night 
in dark with no light or anything. I think if it was a normal driver, they would have been dead on the spot. It would have been, it would have even, it would have been more of a death, if that's possible. Um, and one of the lads said to me today, Guy said, I better mention him, Guilherme said to me today that if it was a normal driver, chances are they might have seen them like at the last minute, maybe jammed on the brakes or tried to swerve and maybe crashed into another car and killed more than one person. We don't know. We don't know. But it was 100% the fault of the person crossing the road at night time with no lights on. Come on, let's put it into perspective. Sad, but that's that's what I that's what I, that's what I thought, lads. That's what I thought. Um, a few more. The episodes are getting longer, aren't they? I think I'm just getting better at it, and I can I can talk more, and I can uh, you know one thing leads me on to another, and then you know we're 25 minutes in. Uh, so that I can maybe I can maybe hold that off until later on. Uh, another thing has anyone else noticed when you're watching YouTube? So I'll, sometimes I'll throw on YouTube, uh, and like to play music in the background or something, and then after maybe two songs, when it goes to change into the next song, it'll go onto an ad, and the ad will just start. The ads are getting long. Next thing you know, I'll be listening. I'm like, what the fuck song is that? And it's an ad that's been going on for about two minutes. Uh, so I don't know, maybe that's just me. And finally, in my little uh, notes I've been taking, I don't think I've mentioned this. It's been in my head for a while, but I don't think that I've spoke about it. Is uh, Has anyone else, anyone else who is the proud owner of Alexa, the speaker. And if you're using it, say like for a week or for a few days and you're using it, Alexa, next, Alexa, play, Alexa, play, Alexa, stop, Alexa, pause, all the Alexa commands. And do you ever find if you get into your car or you're somewhere else or maybe your laptop, you're playing music and you'll just about to say Alexa in your head, Please tell me I'm not. Please tell me someone else has done this or has nearly done it. Um, can't be the only one. Which uh, brings me. I'm coming up to the Facebook questions, which I'm gonna means I'm gonna go back into. I'm gonna go back into the football. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to go back into football here a bit so I can start off with this. Someone sh- someone said it to me today and I thought it was a it's a strange thing first of all to bring up to someone and to say to them to be like, "Oh, here this happened or I seen this when it's something <laughs> bad about you or something bad written about you." Um so it was a, w- a website here had me in like had the top basically the top losers since our season has started back up, so from the last, since February, and they had me in at number 13, I think, or maybe number 14, I don't know, 
And uh, I don't know, maybe before it would have bothered me, but I was like, mm, in their opinion, maybe. But for me, I've been training, feeling, I feel like a much better player than I do, like say this time last year. I feel like I'm much better. Uh, training's much better. Training, I'm flying. Confidence is like sky high considering I'm not in the team. It's weird. And the team's doing really good. I'm happy. So in their opinion, I've probably doesn't look good. But for me personally, it couldn't be further from the truth. It's weird. Uh, so I can see how they think it, but from my point of view, it's it's not true, guys. It's not true. I feel I feel great. Uh, so wait, I can. Go. I didn't write down my Facebook questions this time. I'm just going to fucking go into them straight off the app. Uh, they're getting very football. There's only so many football questions you can ask me. This is the thing. That's why I'm kind of against so many football questions. I'd prefer if you gave me in topics or something that went on during the week or something like this. Uh, so. Michael Lenehan, greatest sporting comebacks, United 99, Yaga 2018, etc. <laughs> it's Yaga 2018 because I wasn't involved in the United 99 treble or the Champions League final, but I was involved in Yaga 2018. Uh, so that was an easy one. Nils Holgerson has asked... Same question as last week. I don't know. It's a weird... I'm going to be honest, Mr. Nils. It's a bit of a weird question. Uh, so one, Roy Keane or Robbie Keane? And two, Robert Lewandowski or Zlatan Ibrahimovic or maybe CR7? Uh, I don't know. It's... I'm not really sure what you... And I like Nils is a, is a regular um, contributor here, so I appreciate lots of his feedback and questions. But I think I just there's a reason I didn't address it last week. Sorry, but I like to keep it real here. Uh, and your second question was if my injury is serious. So I think I've I addressed that earlier. Uh, Michal Borsuk, tell something about the impact of a diet on football players' life. Oh, well, I'd be delighted to. So for me, on my diet, actually, this is one of the things when, my, uh, when I changed my diet and started eating like a planter, I noticed straight away like the benefits energy, everything, all like that I've said before. And then it brought back something in my head that I remember at Celtic, it would have probably like early on in the youth team and Tommy Burns said to me about diet and he's saying like, treat your body like a Formula One car. Like a Formula One car doesn't run if you don't put in the correct fuel. 
So everything, your, your diet is your fuel for your car. And obviously I was young and I thought, whatever. And didn't, didn't, didn't listen to it. And then that was one of the things that came into my head like straight away. I was like, fuck. So that'd be a big thing. If you have a good diet from early on, then you know, you know, the, you know the effects it will have on you. So you'll be able to always reference back to it. Like say if you go off it, I don't know, for a few months or something, and then you know, oh shit, I need to get back on it, back to how I was feeling. So diet is massive. Um, what else? Uh, Kyle Cotter again. Again, with another question. God, will this guy ever leave me alone? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Thank you, Kyle Cotter. Who did I room with when I was with Ireland? I rephrase it. He said, who did you room with when you were with Ireland? Uh, I don't remember one or two of them. Maybe one of them might have been Greg Cunningham. Maybe. That's a big if. That's a big maybe. I remember the very first time I was there, I was with Leon Best for about two weeks. We were at a training camp. It was a good laugh. Um, Robert Blackburn. Which stadium is the best atmosphere in Extra Classe, but I can't say Jagalonia, and the most hostile atmosphere you've played in? The best atmosphere in Extra Classe I've played in would be, obviously would be either... Legia Warsaw or Lech Poznan they were both they were both really good uh, the most hostile atmosphere I've played in 100% is years ago in the Europa League we played Besiktas their fans were crazy it was class it was like about half an hour before the game the stadium was full they were singing songs and the same they scored near the end and then, like, again, for about half an hour after the game, the f loads of the fans stayed just singing, chanting songs. It was mad. Uh, Kieran Quayle, best player you've played with? Um, best player I've played with? There's a few. Um, best player I've played with? Fuck, I don't know. I could go through the... The team's the best player I've played. When I was at Celtic, when I was at Celtic, the most impressive player would have been Aidan McGeady, which nearly anyone that's played with him or trained with him will say that. Uh, at, at Applewell, there was... Um, one of the one of the most impressive there was Manduka. At Ammonia Nuno Assis. He was about thirty seven or thirty-eight and was unbelievable. Um that's like off the top of my head from like kind of the the teams I've been at, that's probably what I'd say. Uh Any other guys don't take offense, please. Um, Ronan Smith will not be answering that question or addressing it. Uh, Dave Scott. Have all the good question, by the way. 
Have all the teams that you have played for been supportive of your planter-based diet? Um, first of all, it's you've you've worded that wrong because you can't say planter-based diet. It's a plant-based diet or planter diet. So, for, let's get that right first of all. Um, with preseason trips or winter training camps and such, where you are away for a length of time, uh, mixed reaction. You get a mixed reaction as long as because now like we'll get like you can get your blood tested and you'll know if you're high or low on anything. And as long since I've done it, that's all I've always been like one of the best results in that. So I can always I always have that to back up what I'd be saying or I'm saying like, no, I feel really good. And then I can show them results. So that helps me. But uh, not everyone is so keen on it. Um, but as long as you're playing good and most of the time there people aren't going to care but if things go bad then it can be it could be brought into question uh, which to be fair before I was doing it when I was eating meat and everything I probably would have been the same I would have been like no wonder you're whatever you're you got cramp or you got injured you're not eating meat you're not you don't have enough protein so it's kind of it's ignorance to knowing about it which i was i so i don't really blame anyone for for doing it for being like that uh richard tobin best moment in your career uh probably be a toss-up between ireland cap probably first getting called up going into the actual irish like training camp into the setup then the cap uh, and then the Champions League with Apoel qualifying for those games for that for the groups. Um, yeah, walking out at the at the new camp. I took that in. I took that in. All right. Uh, first goal for Celtic. Pretty big. Hopefully, we'll have another one at the end of the season. We'll have another moment to talk about uh marching vierzbinski what what's your favorite element in everyday training favorite thing in training would be when you do like a little box it's normally fun and unless you're having a stinker and you're keep giving the ball away then it's you can get pretty angry but when things are going good that's probably the most fun and shooting, of course. Everyone loves shooting. Conal, Conal Megan, thoughts on Hill Be as harsh as you like. I will not. If you don't have something good to say, don't say anything. So, I won't mention Mwinkela. <laughs> Adds many a battle with Kuthill. Underage. Lads, I've just got through all the Facebook questions in under 40 minutes. So I'm going to wrap this up, finish my tea, tea finished, episode finished, episode 26, episode 26 is finished, next up will probably be episode 27, uh, so until then, tune in or get squared. That might be my new sign-off. No, I'll just stick with Slán agus Bannacht, McCordia, and 
until next time, until number 27, goodbye.